And I wanted to share some of my thoughts with you. I want to help you move forward. I want to help you take your business from where it is now and move it forward leaps and bounds and give you an action plan for the next few months so you know what to expect and what to do. So the big question is, how can physical therapists create a successful career earning six figures or more and give patients the care they need without relying on insurance companies for reimbursement? If you want to learn the answers to those questions and more, then you've come to the right place. My name is Dr. Aaron LeBauer, physical therapist, business coach, serial entrepreneur, and author of The Cash PT Blueprint. Thanks for joining me today. Hey, what's up? It's Aaron, and welcome back to the Cash PT Lunch Hour podcast. Today, I'm your host, and I'm your guest. And I wanted to come on and talk to you guys about what's happening right now with the coronavirus pandemic, COVID-19, and how we're handling it here in our clinic, and how we're handling it with my coaching clients and mastermind members, private coaching people, and everyone I've been talking to in the Cash PT Nation, Instagram, et cetera. I've been getting a lot of information, a lot of questions, and I wanted to share some of my thoughts with you. I want to help you move forward. I want to help you take your business from where it is now and move it forward leaps and bounds and give you an action plan for the next few months so you know what to expect and what to do. And I want to share with you the reopening strategy and number one marketing tip that's working right now. And we're going to talk a little bit about telehealth, by the way. So this is a little bit different episode. And I understand right now, like there's a lot of uncertainty and things may change, but I want to ask you a couple of questions. What are you doing right now? What have you been doing? What is your plan? What was your initial reaction when you closed down your business or changed to telehealth? Right now, what I want you to understand is there's two types of entrepreneurs. There's fake entrepreneurs. Those are the people that are going to encounter some challenge and they're going to quit. They're not real entrepreneurs. I wouldn't even call them fake, but I'm going to use that as a strong word. Really, you built yourself a job and now the job's not there and you said, this is too tough. I'm done. I can't do it. And then there are real entrepreneurs who are people that are willing to do whatever it takes day after day, even when the shit hits the fan and it gets really fucking hard who are gonna get up and keep going back out after it. Because it's not just for me and my family, but I know there are people out there that need my help and they get better when I help them. So if you are the second type of entrepreneur or that's what you want to be, or even if you're type one and you're like, okay, I don't have a game plan, I need to change, you can change. You weren't born this way, you get to become this way. You get to become unemployable. You get to become ruthless and relentless. So you only become that if you choose it. So choose it now, because otherwise the rest of this podcast episode isn't gonna make a difference for you. Right now, we're playing tennis. We're not playing golf. You get it? Golf, there's a T, you know where it is. The scorecard says how far behind, left or right, front or back it is from the center of the green. You know how many yards there are. You know where the target is. It's just you have to hit a really small ball with a really small piece of metal on a four-foot stick, and hopefully it goes straight and you don't lose too many. But right now we're playing tennis. You can hit the ball, but when it comes back to you, 
really quickly, you don't know which side of the chord it's coming. You don't know if it's going to bounce high or bounce low. You don't know if it's actually going to bounce. It might fall flat. Like my dad does. Like my dad will hit some really easy. My dad played, um, not only was he a physician and cardiologist, he played varsity tennis in college. And he'll hit an easy serve for me and it'll land and I'll go to hit it and the ball won't be where I thought it was going to be because he put some wicked spin on it. And he can put some enough spin on it that it'll dead stop. And we haven't played tennis in a few years because his birthday's coming up and he's going to be 85. <laughs> but man, it's like we are playing tennis right now. And I'll tell you, like, I'm not going to take 100% credit for this analogy. This is Jake, Jacob Campus, my digital marketing specialist, the guy that helps me run my Facebook ads and some strategies. We've been talking about this. And I want you to know we are playing tennis because what worked three weeks ago, marketing strategy isn't working now. What worked last week isn't going to work next week. What's working now may not work in two weeks or even next week or tomorrow. So you have to be willing to be flexible. You have to be willing to roll with the bunches, but not get knocked down. Or when you do get knocked down, you get right back up like Mike Tyson. Well, Mike Tyson didn't get back up that once. He actually didn't get knocked down. So we're uh, not Rocky Balboa. Let's talk about Rocky Balboa. Just think in your mind. Sylvester Stallone playing Rocky Balboa. Can you believe it that Sylvester Stallone wrote the screenplay to first Rocky? He wrote and directed it. Like it took me, I was 20 years before I realized that. But Rocky would get punched, beat, pummeled, bleeding from his eyes, nose, ears, mouth. Can't even open his eyes, can barely say his wife's name. And yet he's gonna keep getting back up every time. There hasn't been an episode where Rocky didn't come back victorious or ep <laughs> not episode but you know what i'm talking about like a, there wasn't a movie where he didn't come back a couple of guys didn't come back drago didn't come back he brought his i think one of the last ones he brought his son back right the karate kid daniel larusso he kept getting up johnny didn't right so think about it like who would you rather be and as a business owner an entrepreneur you get to choose because you have to understand that, you no, know, we're not boxing and we're not actually playing golf. We're playing tennis, but we're not really playing tennis. We're playing life. And in life, things change. And right now, it's May 13th, 2020, middle of March, two months ago. Like it was like, oh, things are going to go okay. There's just a little bit of this coronavirus thing. Some states are having some trouble. All of a sudden, within a few days, we had to make a decision to move PT BizCon to all virtual. And then we had to run it all virtually. And we sold even more tickets because it was virtual. And I didn't have a huge audiovisual bill. So I was able to you know, send everyone and, and spend thousands of dollars mailing out everyone's swag. So but things didn't stop because PT BizCon ended. And at 9.30 at night, my wife and I sat down and we decided, well, even though we're allowed to do physical therapy tomorrow, we're not doing physical therapy tomorrow in person and we need to cancel our massage clients. And so we've been doing telehealth the whole time. I want you to understand is telehealth isn't the savior. It's not just doing telehealth isn't gonna save you and being afraid of doing telehealth because you've been all manual isn't gonna save you either because all this isn't gonna end. It's not just gonna end one day and things are gonna go back to normal things are different. Wake up to what the differences are. 
because it's what's different is people's wants, needs, desires, and expectations. But what's not different is the fact that people are still hurting. They're still getting injured. They have different, but they have slightly different reasons for coming to see you. So right now, people aren't saying, oh, I've been working out in CrossFit, you know, five days a week or doing Baptiste yoga twice a day and my shoulder hurts or I can't move and I can't participate. I need physical therapy. They're coming in, in a few weeks ago was now I have more time. I want to finally fix my knee pain so I can run and uh, run off the stress. That was a few weeks ago. Now they're saying I've been running off the stress and now my knee hurts. I need to keep running off the stress. My knee or back hurts. I want to see you. I don't care if you touch me or not. So I want to share with you like the number one marketing strategies we've been doing. Well, number one is being willing to do video. Okay, so really number one was, okay, we're doing video. We're doing video marketing. Initially it was, let's find the other gyms that have members and memberships, add value so less members leave. Okay, that worked for a little bit, but then everyone got their Zoom fatigue. And we got a couple patients from it, actually. Then we picked up, after a few weeks, a couple of them died down and we got another uh, yoga studio to do this. We've picked up a few patients. Well, how are we picking up patients to agree to see us on telehealth and video? It's because we're doing our initial free consults and our initial interaction with them on video. And they see that we get results. We're using webinars. I did a live webinar. You've probably been on one of my business webinars. I did a webinar very similar to that for the clinic. All right, and the offer at the end was a free total body diagnostic. We had five people sent for free total body diagnostic, four people became patients, and now we're running it as an evergreen. We've put out a blog post that will lead people to that um, webinar. And so some of these things took time. So that the webinar was two weeks ago. The blog post just came out at the beginning of this last week, so it might be a few weeks until you're hearing this. Things could be different. The other thing that we've done is, so right away, what did I, and I've talked about this a lot, right away what I did was I went out and bought two dozen 12-inch rumble rollers. We already had about 20 Theracanes, and then we have a bunch of great cook bands. And so if one of our patients needs something like that, to treat themselves at home, we make it available curbside pickup or we ship it to them for free. I'm not charging them for these things. I'm like, here you go. These are our hands. And so one of the things that we did at that same time was take all my educational videos on YouTube and I put them into a course. And I was like, oh, I'm going to create a course out of it. And I looked and I was like, oh, I already have the course already ready. All I had to do was make two videos. I had to make a welcome video and I'd make a video I think I didn't have the one with my favorite exercises with the Great Cook Band. And we made two YouTube videos, put together that course and a real easy landing page slash form. And then now we've created this exercise library and mobility library for our patients as well as our community. So now we can get leads because one of the interesting things is about this week, right now, yesterday, May 12th, I was talking to my team right now call volume is like half. It's like 40% of what it was January, February. And it has been since like March. I looked back in March. Call volume was like 40, 50% of February. March, April. April is like 40%. It's May. It's middle of May. Call volume is not great. It's picking up. More people are actually calling us, asking us, when are we going to start massage back? They want it. Um, but our focus right now isn't on selling. 
our focus is on helping people in our community. Our focus has been on giving back to our community. And that's been like the first five weeks. And today I was like, this week, it's like, let's get leads. <laughs> let's get people to raise their hand and get into our email system. So if you've guys been listening, if you haven't listened to um, enough of uh, the show or some of my trainings or blogs and don't understand the between a lead and a sale and a prospect, make sure you go check out the blog. But prospects are people out there with back pain. Leads are people on my list with back pain. Patients are customers are people who were a prospect, became a lead, and they've paid us. So we're not looking for customers right now as much as can we get more prospects on our email list? Can we give more to our community? And one of the, the number one marketing strategies that we've done is we ran a Corona Care special. And this may not work for you if you do this now when you're listening to this. And I'm sorry. I wish I could say that. But remember, we're playing tennis. We ran it twice. The first time, we sold 19 people into our buy one, get one free massage special. We ran it again a month later. We sold five. Well, those five were not everyone who bought all. So that's 24. Not all 24 of them were existing patients, but a lot of them were. There was a good chunk that were new, but guess what? It was buy one for yourself. It wouldn't buy a second for yourself. It was give one to a friend. So buy one to give one. So we've got at least 24 new people coming into our business and some of those original 24 were new. So we've got that. That brought in a couple thousand dollars, but what it really does is it means we've got 50 people out there ready to come into our business. We also gave away free total body diagnostic cards to everyone so they could use it now but people aren't calling. You know why? Because people right now are, they're like homesteading. They're, they're conserving. It's not that they don't want to pay for physical therapy. They're just like not even thinking about anything about how it, life's going to get better because they're hoping for it to change tomorrow. They're not even calling. They're not even inquiring. They aren't even doing anything about it, right? So where is your customer's and patient's mindset right now when you're doing your marketing strategies? Make sure you're not doing a marketing strategy that worked two weeks ago now, but you can't move forward without trying different things. So those are all the different things we have. And I can tell you, we've got a free course. <laughs> we've got a free mobility course. We're developing a pelvic floor course. It's halfway done. We've got a CrossFit like Olympic lifting course, 70% done. And then we've got a, like a stress and mindful meditation program mostly done. It's my job after recording this to go and create some of the email, uh, land, uh, email um, sequences and thank you messages and landing pages, et cetera, so that my team who is doing this, you know, and creating some, helping me create some of the content and putting these things together, we can actually implement these things. That leads me to my next piece, utilizing your staff. Many of you listening probably only a staff of one, right? But there's quite a few of you that have one or more people on staff. Like I've got an admin and a physical therapist who are both great at what they do. And they're great at other things. And when they're only working 60%, well, I've got to utilize them in other ways so that I don't have to fire them. I don't want to fire them. I have to figure out how do I utilize their time and their services and their expertise. So here's some of the things that we've done is we're creating content. We've upped our social media game. So Amber's really upped our social media game. And guess what? A good chunk of the people from our BOGO special, our Corona Care Package special came from Amber's social media. 
new patients we've been getting lately have come from our social media presence because we're posting every day. We're doing stories, Facebook, we're doing engagement. We're commenting on other people. We're building our network. We are also um, utilizing them like, oh, I've got two businesses. So can I utilize them in the coaching business? Yeah, absolutely. Why not? And it's a struggle because some days I'm like, well, why would I spend two hours training someone on this? Would I don't think they're going to do it for five, more than five weeks or three weeks. Okay, so I've got to find what are the easy things that are time-saving for me that they can do. And some days I just don't, I don't win, right? Like some days I don't get it right. And some days I do. But I've got to utilize them. I've got to utilize all my resources so they're not sitting idle. So make sure if you've got people on staff, if you're listening to this, they're not idle. They're creating something evergreen because you're playing the long game. If you're the type two entrepreneur, you're playing the long game. You're not just playing the tomorrow game. You're not playing like, how, you know, yes, maybe it's uh, how do I eat tomorrow? How do I pay my staff tomorrow? But really what you are doing is playing the long game. You've got to because we know things move in cycles. The stock market is in cycles. It's always going back. It's coming back up. People still have problems and you can solve them. So the next thing I want to talk about, so that's utilizing staff. Like I can't tell you exactly how to utilize staff unless we get on a call together. And if you're like, Aaron, I've got multiple people on staff. I need to figure out how to utilize them to create evergreen content. Like you said, YouTube courses, et cetera. Maybe we do need to get on a call together because playing the long game means not just August, not just this time next year, but five years, 10 years. Like I know everything we're doing as tough as it is some days, that it's gonna position us as the go-to health and wellness center here in Greensboro. It is, because there's a lot of other businesses that aren't doing it, that can't do it. They don't have the capacity, they don't have the mindset, they don't have the ideas, they don't, not just they don't have the connections, they just don't have the willpower. So let me talk about the PPP right now, the pay, Paycheck Protection Program. If you didn't sign up for it, didn't apply for it, I mean, you know, it, at the end of this episode, you need to go apply for it. If I was recording this four weeks ago, I would have said stop the episode and go apply for it. Um, but if you did and you got funding, okay, how do we utilize it? Well, I've talked to my accountant. There's no best way to do it. What we're really looking at is, can you use those funds in two weeks? I mean, not two weeks, two months, eight weeks or eight or 10 weeks, something time frame like that is 10 weeks worth of funds. Whatever you use in, in two months for salaries, rent, utilities is going to be forgiven, supposedly, and everything else is going to be a 1% loan. I'll tell you right now, don't worry about the loan. It's a 1% loan. It's so inexpensive. It's basically free money. Even if you've laid off staff, and they're not coming back, like some of my mastermind members who staff left anyways because they were moving out of town or graduated and just ended up leaving a couple weeks early. That's okay. Put it to where your business needs it the most, which may not just be payroll, but maybe investing in systems or equipment or coaching or creating something amazing for your community or maybe revamping the inside of your clinic. You know, it might be salaries. Utilize it to the
the best of your ability for the things that's going to give you the biggest payoff in the long run because you're in this for the long, the long game, right? Some people say put it in a separate account so you can account for it. Well, my accountant was like, yeah, you could do that. But I mean, all they're going to do is really look at the canceled checks for, you know, utilities, rent and uh, payroll. So it should be fairly straightforward. What if you didn't apply right now? Like I said, you should probably still go apply because there'll probably be another round. You should take every advantage to leverage other people's money in your business, whether it's a 1% loan, 10% loan, maybe sometimes you need a 20% loan from the credit card. If you can leverage their business to grow yours, like if, if you can use someone else's money to, to grow your business, why not? Like there's always a great opportunity to do that. And don't think for a minute that these large, the reason these large corporations got the PPP loan initially is because that's how they operate. And as a small business or a micro business, you have to operate in with the same kind of mindset. I'm going to take every advantage to move my business ahead. Otherwise, if your business goes in the trash, you can't help people. And we need you helping people. So what's the game plan now? Like I said, we're playing tennis, but the game plan Use telehealth. If you haven't transitioned to telehealth, you've missed the transition window, but there's no better time than now to get started because telehealth and video are here to stay. If you're watching this on YouTube, hit the like and subscribe button down below because like I said, video is here to stay. But if you're just listening to this on iTunes, keep listening because I'll tell you how to share this with someone else in a minute. But here's the thing. Video is part of the game and telehealth is part of that too. Online courses are part of that too. But if you miss the boat on transitioning to telehealth, make sure you've got an easy system to do it because there's no reason to wait another month or another week to help people who want your help. You should be able to help them now. But telehealth is not physical therapy. I've said this before. Neither are your modalities or anything else. Your critical decision-making, the way that you care for your patients, how you help them make decisions about their health, and utilizing your skills and expertise to treat musculoskeletal pain and dysfunction that's physical therapy. So here's a reopening strategy. Look, I've been looking for it and I didn't look right now before recording this. I said I just had to record this, but I have been looking to see like, is there a centralized information from the government or from the APTA or from WHO or CDC about how do we open and reopen therapy, one-on-one -on -one therapy, physical therapy, massage therapy, et cetera. What does that look like? Well, I don't really know, but I can give you my best guess. What it looks like is for at least a little while, we'll be wearing a mask. We'll be sanitizing our hands. We, you know, we will be treating patients one-on-one -on -one and probably alternating rooms because I have that luxury or leaving a time period in between patients of at least 15 minutes and maybe we'll have our patients text when they get here and we'll open the door for them. And we will definitely, you know, get their card on file and charge them, you know, without having to hand cards back and forth. Okay. But here's the thing. Here's what's really important is it's not about those details yet. It's about how you handle those details and how you communicate them. So communicate it to your patients in a way of, Hey, I'm going to go wash my hands right now. You know, like just talk them through the process because they're a little uncomfortable. Even yesterday, we were waiting in line to get hot dogs through the synagogue. And I was like, well, I'm a little uncomfortable with the way that he's all up in the car right up there. Well, the guy doing the hot dogs, that was his family's car. But 
I didn't know that, right? So everyone's perception is gonna be a little different than yours. Just talk them through the process. And that includes sending out an email, sharing a little bit on social media. Don't come across like in a way that you're scaring them or minimizing it, but just empower people and say, hey, just want you to be aware of these are the procedures we're doing. And we've talked to them on the phone. We've sent it, we'll send an email out. Here's what's gonna happen. We'll have little signs, reminders, etc. Because whether we have tape on the ground or sanitize everywhere, it doesn't matter really unless we talk people through it. Because people on the left are gonna think you gotta have sanitizer, people on the right are think you gotta have gloves. People somewhere say it doesn't really matter. What matters is what matters to me and to you. And I'm gonna talk, we're gonna talk our patients through the reopening as well as when we do decide to see them in person. Like we are not seeing people in person and we don't feel like yet it's the right thing to do. It was the hardest decision to make to stop. And now it's not gonna be as hard, but it's still hard, but it'll feel right. And we're like, okay, we need to see these patients because they can't help themselves at home on video. And I need to see them in person to do some manual therapy and make sure we can see people in person 10 feet apart on the street in front of our business or in the parking lot. But are we going to bring them in for manual therapy as part of their treatment? We probably will do videos first and know, okay, we're not making the progress. The person's not making progress. Let's bring you in for a visit and then follow up with a couple more videos and see if we got that through. And remember, we're playing tennis. So this may change next week. It may change. You know, in, in North Carolina, we're in like this phase one. But at the same time, I don't feel like we should even be in phase one yet. And there's so many different messages out there. There's no centralized message about here's what we're doing. It's really hard to make decisions. Just understand whatever decision you make, it's going to be the right decision. Because if you decide that all of a sudden one day it wasn't the best decision, you get to change path for yourself and for your business and for your family and make a different decision. That's the thing with business. Making decisions is better than not making decisions. Here's the last thing I'm gonna leave you with. Don't stop, don't quit. There's too many people out there that need you right now. And it's your ethical obligation and duty as a physical therapist to not only learn sales, but to keep your business going so you can continue to help them. Because what do we want to have happen? elective surgeries to come back and people just flood the surgeon's office for x-rays, MRIs, and spinal surgery? Or do we want them to flood the physical therapy, video visits, online courses, Instagrams, clinics, et cetera, and let's take care of their back pain, let's take care of their herniated disc and meniscus, bursitis, all these other things. People need you, people are still gonna have problems. Their problems will be slightly different or the reasons will be different the reasons why they think they need your help will be different. What they need, what you know, what I know they need, like is in treatment, won't be different, but their reasons for getting therapy, their reasons for buying into your plan of care, their reasons for paying you cash when they could just go get pay a, a copay, those reasons are gonna be slightly different and you need to have a system, an onboarding system, an enrollment system, and questions and scripts to make sure that you're asking the right questions. Because people need you, so don't stop, don't quit. Your family needs you, patients need you, the world needs you. So keep going out there every day, waking up, even if it's hard. Be with the hard, be with the difficult, 
find your crew, your community who can support you, even if it's virtually right now, and keep going after it. That's what I'm doing. That's what I want you to do. So look, my name is Aaron LeBauer. This has been the Cash PT Lunch Hour podcast. If you got anything from this or any other episode, what I would greatly appreciate is for you to share this with your friends, your community, your colleagues. Just screenshot this on iTunes, share it on Instagram story, or share it on Facebook, wherever, Twitter, <laughs> hashtag, whatever, Cash PT Lunch Hour. Make sure you tag me at Aaron LeBauer and I'll reshare it and shout it out. And if you feel compelled to do so, I'd really appreciate a five-star rating and review on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. Thanks, and I'll see you guys on the next show. Hey, what's up? It's Aaron. Real quick, if you're just starting a cash-based physical therapy practice or you already have one and you want to learn how to grow it and scale it, this is for you. I just released my brand new book, The Cash PT Blueprint. Because I want to get this book in the hands of every physical therapist out there. I want to give it away to you for free. All I ask is that you pay a little bit of shipping and handling, and you'll not only get the steps to create your own cash practice, but the tools to grow it and scale it beyond what everyone else thinks is possible. To snag your copy right now, go to cashptblueprintbook.com. That's C-A-S-H-P-T-B-L-U-E-P-R-I-N-T-B-O-O-K.com. And when you get your copy, give me a shout out somewhere on social media, and we'll talk to you soon.